With a look at Radio Cayman's local news, I'm Dion Anglin. The trial of two men charged with the murder of a former prison officer commences in Grand Court. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks reports. Justin Kyle Jackson and Eric Brian William Soto are on trial in Grand Court, charged with the murder of former prison officer Harry Elliott in April 2022. Mr. Jackson is represented by King's Counsel Sally Bennett Jenkins and Amelia Fossahini of Brady's Attorney at Law. And Mr. Eric Brian William Soto is represented by King's Counsel Charles Miskin and Keith Myers, with Honorable Justice Cheryl Richards presiding. Crown Counsel and Deputy Director of Public Prosecutions, Ms. Candia James Malcolm, opened the case for the jury of six men and six women. The jury heard in the opening arguments that on April 25, 2022, two men, one masked and one unmasked, entered a location on School Road in Georgetown known to be a location with illegal numbers gambling and shot at Mr. Elliott, who was said to be leaving the establishment. The jury saw CCTV footage showing two men entering the location and a gun being discharged, believed to be when Mr. Elliott was shot. The Crown Council called their first witness, a man who ran the illegal number shop out of the building on School Road in Georgetown that is shared with a local barber shop. The man testified that on the day in question, he was at the property and was there the moment the men entered and the fatal shot was fired. The trial is expected to continue on Monday for three weeks. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. Staying with court, a not guilty verdict on all counts has been returned in the trial of Yang Chang Guerra, who was charged with two counts of indecent assault and assault by penetration. The jury returned turned the verdict shortly after returning from the lunch break. Acting Honorable Justice Dave Palmer thanked the jury and released Mr. Guerra immediately. The Cayman Islands government broke ground on a new purpose-built facility for the Cayman Islands National Weather Service. The Premier, Honorable Wayne Panton, was in attendance. Ladies and gentlemen, let me start by saying thank you very much for joining us for this groundbreaking ceremony for the um, Cayman Islands National Weather Service new uh, operational and, and resource center. Uh, this is obviously a very major milestone for the National Weather Service and the team. And I think you should all be extremely proud for the work that has been done to get us to this point um, over the last um, um, few years. I think I, it probably is fair to recognize that it was a project that was initiated under the, the Ministry of Tourism, um, which had responsibility for National Weather Service at that time. But let me just say the, the, the National Weather Service team obviously has grown a lot, and we know that that is going to continue given the level of services that is provided and required to be provided. I think what that means is this is a reflection of the extent to which our Cayman Islands National Weather Service is one of the best, if not in the region, certainly within the, the, the other overseas territories. As the team has grown, so have the services they provide and their needs in terms of equipment and facilities. This new headquarters for the National Weather Service um, will ensure that the dedicated staff will be able to do their work in great working conditions. You're going to have wonderful new working conditions. You're going to have great new equipment to be able to, to deliver those service, to continue to provide timely and accurate forecasts, advisories and warnings. You also have a very, very important role to play in terms of forecasting and advice or advisories in relation to the aviation services. And that's one of the reasons why the building is going to be located here, so that they have line of sight forecasting in respect of the operations of the airport. For us, in terms of the economy, the tourism, and just the lives of everybody in Cayman, very critical. 
that we are able to provide these services. The site for the new facilities on Lynnhurst Avenue provides easy access to key emergency and aviation services, ideal conditions for air balloon releases, and enough space to house essential monitoring and observation equipment. And of course, we are in an environment where we have usually between the 1st of June and the end of November, a hurricane season that we have to contend with. And our challenge and our opportunity is to make sure that we figure out ways to, to build our local resiliency, mitigate the, the risks of climate change, and adapt. Having this purpose-built facility to be able to conduct that work is a very, very essential and important investment for the future of the country. I'm really happy to be able to say with a relatively high degree of confidence that I've been reliably informed and assured this morning that after we do this groundbreaking, we will just have a couple of weeks and work is going to commence immediately for this really, really important infrastructure. The contract with Build Cayman, the successful contractor, was signed in September 2023 and construction of the new headquarters is expected to be completed in 2024. The Public Works Department is managing the construction project. A project to provide 19 affordable homes in West Bay is on track for completion by the holidays. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more. Housing Minister the Honorable J.E. Banks is feeling good about the status of Phase 3 of the West Bay Lighthouse Gardens project. The 19 homes that are there are moving very well. Um, I'm excited to see all the work that has been done on them. Um, it's to the finished stages now where they're going to start to put in the Final little um, finished touches on them. Um, fingers crossed. Um, uh, everything is still on schedule to be able to turn keys over for the Christmas, Christmas. holidays. Minister Ebanks Thursday, along with a team from the ministry, had a chance to visit the site and get updated on the progress. I must uh, applaud the team over there for all the hard work they're doing and applaud the contractors for all the hard work they're doing. The project managers, um, everybody's there working very hard to keep the project on, on schedule on time and on budget. The minister says government is committed to providing quality and affordable homes to citizens and extended a hearty congratulations to the 19 homeowners for this third phase of the West Bay Lighthouse Gardens project. The project is spearheaded by the National Housing Development Trust, a government-owned company under the portfolio of the Ministry of Planning, Agriculture, Housing and Infrastructure. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. Good evening. With your latest news, I'm Dion Anglin. Three Caymanian ladies have completed an intensive care certificate program within the first year of the two-year apprenticeship program, and they're now fully eligible to practice as healthcare assistants in the Cayman Islands. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Salins has more on these apprentices. The trio, Ashley Swaby, Letitia Powell, and Tisha Wana Gauntlet, are now well-prepared to make meaningful contributions to the local healthcare scene. The apprenticeship initiative with Integra Healthcare is merely one among several opportunities open to Caymanians who sign up with Workforce Opportunities and Residency Cayman. In 2023, it was among the six training and development contracts facilitated by work in collaboration with the Wellness Center, Innovative Management and Professional Training, Inspire Cayman Training Limited, the International College of the Cayman Islands, and Cayman Career Academy. Currently, there are several training and development opportunities underway, namely Inspire Cayman Man's core curriculum course, which starts on October 23rd, along with Cohort 39 of Passport to Success and the Ready to Work program, which are geared toward Caymanians who require tooling and upskilling in accessing and maintaining long-term employment. 
New course opportunities available for 2024 will be released in November. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. And a big step into the lives of our youth as students graduate from Clifton Hunter High School. CIGTV's Donna Bush has more. Government officials, teachers, family and friends gathered at the graduation of 158 girls and boys in a ceremony held at the Clifton Hunter High School. This year's theme is Strive for Greatness, Accept Every Challenge. And Principal Dr. Valence Buchanan spoke to the graduates about the theme. These words resonate with a powerful truth. Greatness is not about being the best in the world, but about being the best for the world. It's about harnessing your passions, talents, and drive to make a difference, whether in the life of one individual or in the broader expanse of the global community. Along the path to greatness, you will undoubtedly encounter challenges. These challenges will test your mantle, your grit, and your spirit. Some may be small, like deciding which college major to choose or navigating the labyrinth of adult responsibilities. Others might be monumental, demanding deep reserve of strength and resilience from you. Now, various awards were presented to students, including the Governor's Achievement Award, the Deputy Governor's Achievement Award, and the Principal's Award, just to name a few. 19 students received their Level 2 High Honor Diplomas, while 68 students received Level 2 Honor Diplomas, and another 68 students received Level 2 Passes. Journalist and Boys to Men Director Seaford Russell was the keynote speaker. He delivered a heartfelt speech sharing his life story of adversity while giving the graduates some tips that helped him navigate his way towards a better life. One of the things is to be kind. Always be kind because you don't know what anybody is going through. You really don't. Your challenges might not be as hard as somebody else's challenges. Kindness is a great trait to have. Don't be quick to anger. Still, I'm still working on that. Brings me to my next point. Always think before you speak. You've probably heard that before. You can't take back words. You can't. The words shared by Mr. Russell helped engage the graduates and encourage them to make the best decisions towards a brighter future. CIGTV's Donna Bush there. You can watch the full graduation for Clifton Hunter and John Gray High Schools on the Cayman Islands Government YouTube channel. That's it for Radio Cayman's local news. I'm Dion Anglin.